Well, hello everyone. This is Carrie Beck and from How to Homeschool My Child. And we are getting ready to have a great class today. Our class today is going to be three tips for moms who are homeschooling kids to finish strong. I'm super excited about all of this and just welcome. I know some of us have been um, visiting and chit-chatting. Feel free to put something in the chat. Tell us where you're from. Eight in the morning, that must be the New Zealand person. And we got some Texas people. I am born and raised in Texas, born in Houston, now live in Bryan, Texas as well. Hey, we're going to go ahead and get started. If you have not gotten the handout, I'm going to put this out and then it'll come up in the slides as well. But go ahead and get that so you can follow along. A lot of my moms really say that that is helpful. Houston, I was just in Houston two, two weeks ago to see my son um, spend the afternoon with him. All right. So here we are, three tips for moms to homeschool and finish strong, really gaining the confidence. We want to talk about a proven plan so that you can finish strong. Sometimes February comes around and it is not always the easiest. So let me get this thing so it moves. There we go. There you go. See if you can relate to any of these. Do you wonder if you're doing enough or the right activities? Or maybe you've got that nagging feeling inside of you, like, am I really doing enough? Or maybe you just wish you could take those. I'd take my glasses off if you could see me. I turned my video off. Take off my glasses and put the future glasses on so I know for sure my kids are going to turn out okay with what we're doing right now. Or maybe you just wonder how to help your kids make wise decisions and not follow the crowd. Some of you, I think, are probably hoping to change your kids' complaining attitude into enjoying learning. You know, some of you just need a little energy boost and some refreshment to keep going. Or a few of you may even just have no idea what you're doing and you just want a little bit more help. Well, let me tell you that I want to share some things to help you, to give you a proven plan, to get rid of the bad attitudes and focus on fun learning with your homeschool. Today, we're going to go from hopefully feeling tired, exhausted, and overwhelmed about what you're doing to gaining that confidence as you finish your year by following a proven plan, focusing on those fun lifetime learning activities so you finish strong and you experience some peace and confidence that you're offering the best education possible. You wanna raise your kids to be able to think critically and be able to make wise decisions. Well, today what I wanna do is really show you exactly how you can gain confidence, finish 2024 and follow this plan. Let's talk about just what we're gonna talk about. I wanna give you a little bit of an idea. We are gonna talk about the major shift that uh, moms make to quit following the public school model and give your kids what they need to love learning for a lifetime. Give yourself a fresh perspective, get unstuck, better consistency. I hope y'all are as excited as I am. So put something, put a yes in the chat. Then we're also gonna talk about the number one activities moms can do to use in parenting, homeschooling, letting go so your kids are ready for adult life and becoming a leader for Jesus Christ. Help you stop that worrying. The easiest way to inspire a love of learning, this is so simple. You can use it with pre-kindergarten all the way up to high school. It works all the time. How to become a more effective mentor. We're going to start off with that to your kids. 
And what is the most important thing in your homeschool? Most important or more important than checking off your to-do list. And then we're going to also be talking about how to finish strong and develop critical thinking skills. I am super excited. If you have not grabbed the handout, it should be in the chat. I don't know if you'll get, let's see. I'll put it in there again. If someone asks about it, would y'all just copy and paste that? Because once I get going, it's hard for me to get back and forth on different screens. So if people are looking for the handout, there it is. And let me just tell you, if you stay until the end and decide to work with me in raising your kids to lead instead of follow, to lead and impact others for Jesus, I'm going to give you the opportunity to get your hands on a special bonus. I'll give you all the details at the end of class. Now, I am going to have a little giveaway throughout the class. And that is for our don't worry prayers. These are prayers from scripture to help you pray and not worry about your kids. And they are super easy. You print them out, uh, print, cut, and start praying. Put them around your house, in the kitchen, in the car, on the bathroom wall, wherever. Just as a reminder of ways that we can pray God's word and quit worrying. Now, how can you win? Anytime you leave a comment in the chat, you are getting an entry. So the more comments you leave, the more entries you have, we'll give out a few throughout the class. And um, so I just want to see what's going on with y'all. And so leave something in the chat if you want to enter to win our prayer book. Now, a few little housekeeping reminders. Okay, if you're watching on your phone, don't turn it off. But if you're on another device, put it out of the room or get rid, you know, turn it on silent. Shut down all the windows on your computer. That will sometimes bounce you off. Close your other devices and shut the door. Well, if possible, shut the door. Um, I know you've got kids and everything, but if there, if it's possible, sort of get in a place that you're quiet and you have your kids doing something quiet as well. Again, the handout you can find at howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash strong hand out as well. Okie dokie, let's jump right into these ideas of mentoring. I want to introduce three levels of mentoring and then we'll refer to those throughout the class when we go through the three tips. The three levels of mentoring start with modeling and nurturing. To me, it's like baking cookies with a preschooler. You do most of the work. They may, you know, pour the vanilla in or put the sprinkles on top, but you are pretty much modeling everything for them as um, and they are watching and learning from modeling. And this goes on for years. My mom still models for me. She is 86 years old. And I still now I'm watching to see how she is a, a great grandmother. I used to watch how she was a grandma. So um, first is modeling and nurturing. Then, oh, well, then we have teaching and equipping. This is what we spend most of our time homeschooling and we talk about all of that. And so the the I'm not going to spend dive into this, but you get there's a lot of places that you can um get some help. Oh yes, y'all help each other. There is if you go to file, if you're trying to print out the handout, hit file, go down, you can either download it or you can hit print. I just checked it myself. So, and if anyone else can help in the chat with getting your um, handout printed, that would be great. And if not, maybe just hold it, just keep it up on um, like your phone or, you know, something else that you could just follow along as well. I'm apologizing for that. So teaching and equipping, this is school, math and science, but it also might be changing the oil. How do you read your Bible? And you're able to, um, 
understand it and see what God wants. So teaching and equipping. And then number three is coaching and developing, which is where we really want to be in those teenage years. You know, coach develops the drills, strategies, tactics, so that they're all prepared for the game. But I don't think I've, does a coach actually go out and play in the game? I've never seen a coach hit a home run or throw a touchdown. You see, he prepares the players to play in the game. And then he's on the sideline coaching. You are preparing your kids for the game of life. If all you're doing is teaching and telling them what to do, they're going to grow up to be followers. And that's why we really want to move eventually into coaching and developing our kids. So leave a comment and let me know which stage you feel like you are in right now. Um, I do believe these are age appropriate. I think modeling and nurturing starts very young and continues really all of life. Um, teaching and equipping starts about when they can start to learn things. I don't know, three or four. I mean, there's lots of things we can teach and equip our kids for. But coaching and developing, I really do think hits a lot more in the older kids' ages, especially when it comes to um comes to homeschooling as well. And I'll talk about how we coached our kids through in high school. So we've got lots of people in teaching, equipping, coaching. And yeah, you're going to probably be in more than one. I want to give you a mentor challenge. I'm going to ask that you get a post-it note and write down one level of mentoring, not three of them, one that you really want to focus on through the next several months and put it on a post-it note Put it somewhere, wherever you work on your homeschooling or somewhere that you're going to see it on a regular basis. And that way it will stay in focus. And that's the one you really want to develop um, over the next few months as well. And put some in the chat if you're willing to take the mentor challenge and post it somewhere so that you are really ready to go. Um, you'll get lots of ideas about this. And if you could put this into practice every week until May. How do you think your homeschool would look different this spring? Oh, oh, we got some takers of the mentor challenge as well. That's awesome. We got people at all different levels. Great. This is actually, um, and you do do all three, but I will tell you there were times I really had to work on teaching personally, me. And there were other times I really needed to work on coaching or even modeling and, you know, just being a good model for them. And I'll tell some stories along the way. So that's why I say just pick one. You're probably doing a lot of them, but just pick one and putting it on the bathroom window mirror. Awesome. Okay. So let me just tell you that you are in the right. Oh, too many slides. You're in the right place. If you're a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling multiple ages or an only child, um, you've got lots of tasks, cooking, cleaning, chauffeuring. You're following the school model and it isn't working. You're overwhelmed and need a new direction. Or maybe you're a working mom trying to balance all your home and homeschool duties with work. Whether you work at home or work outside the home, you're looking for ways to manage your time and give your kids the best education possible. Maybe you're a Christian parent, just you want Jesus to be the center of your family and your homeschool, but you're a little stressed out with your kids' attitude. And I do know, I don't know if they're in here right now, but we have lots of grandmas in my group and they're homeschooling their kids. And some of them have full responsibility for their grandkids. And so I hope that what we say today, I think you're in the right place. You're going to get ideas. Let me know where you are, one, two, three, or four, or multiple ones as far as where you are um, today. No matter which one describes you, I want you to know that I support you and I have ideas to help you. 
And let me just see. Okay, we are going to pick out Annie. You have just won. I was just looking at some of the comments. You have won our Don't Worry Prayers. If you will send me your email address, then we will set you up with that Don't Worry Prayers. And for those of you that are maybe joining later, we're giving away a copy of my Don't Worry Prayer ebook. And you enter by um, leaving comments in the chat. So some of you know me, some of you don't. You know, I don't think I think I ever introduced my family last week. So let's just sort of tell them who we are. And my mouse even works. Okay, this is Ashley up here. She's married to Jesse. This is Elizabeth and this is Faith. They're girls. Ashley was willing to do things outside the box. Um, she had a question I remember in... Um, fourth grade. She went to private school through fourth grade. And it was like, how do you know George Washington is a Christian? And she wrote the answer two times. And the teacher said, no, she said, I don't know what he believes. Finally, I said, Ashley, let's just write what the teacher wants. She was thinking, so she, you know, the teacher wanted that he bought pews for the church. Uh, I'm not even going to go down there. She started her own business in high school with um, Steve. She got a college degree in about two years as well. Gentry is here. She's our middle daughter. She's married to Andrew and they have Deacon and Landry. And she was just a natural leader. All her friends just thought she was the best friend always. She was at, she played softball and basketball with the public school when we lived in Idaho. And as the only homeschooler, she won the Bear Award her senior year for both sports. She was voted captain by her teammates her junior and senior year as well. Hunter is in the middle. He is the baby of the family and he's always asking questions. To this day, he still does actually, he'll raise his hand at the table because the girls are talking so much and he tries to get a word in edgewise, but he was never embarrassed even when his friends were over and they were 11 and 12 and he'd say, what does that word mean? And he just was always asking questions. So, one thing we did do with our kids is we wanted them to take ownership of their homeschool. We wanted them to take leadership. And Gentry told me on the way to my mom and dad's one time, thank you so much for what you did for us when we were in homeschool high school. You see, she was going to Texas A&M at the time. And she says, none of my friends were prepared. They did not know how to study. They did not know how to manage their time or anything. And so I share some of these stories. I'll share some more in the class because I want you to know I'm talking about things that worked and didn't work. And um, the proof, I think, is really in the pudding. And here they all are right there. We did homeschool for 10 years. We had ups and downs. So I can relate if you're in a down or if you're in an up. But I started homeschooling with a haphazard approach, trying to figure it all out. Between Charlotte Mason and classical and unit studies, what do I follow and about five years into it, I discovered leadership education, but it was not from a Christian perspective. I had to figure it all out. How do I implement this myself? I want to help you so you don't have to figure it all out by yourself. And that's why I want to share some of these tips to finish strong. This is what I ended up doing the last half of our homeschool years. Now, I'm going to share a story, but I just had to share one more little cute picture of those grandkids because they're so cute. And yes, that was 4th of July and we were hot in Texas, but it's fun now because I'm getting to do some of those activities with them now as we go. In fact, I just went over to Deacon and um, Landry's house last week and took them some little uh, Valentine coloring, color by number, or yeah, I think it was something like that. She had to, anyway, she had fun coloring it. All right. 
Can you imagine what it would be like to enjoy homeschooling together without all the attitude from your kids, to grow relationships with your kids instead of putting out fires, to have peace and confidence, to know what you're doing is enough and the right activities, to have a clear picture of where you're headed. That's what three tips to finish strong are all about. We want to show you how you can raise your children to be lifetime learners who love learning and with a great attitude and be, keep learning for the rest of their lives. Plus, we want to offer your kids freedom in their adult lives. We want to show you how you can have freedom in your homeschool and you can go and pursue the things that are important to your family. So there's a, a little blend of all of this within this class. But if you're like me, some of you are going, okay, well, tell me exactly where we're headed. We're going to start with the foundations to finish strong. You've got to have a, uh, if you build a house, you've got to have a strong foundation. If you build a homeschool, you need to have a strong foundation. We're going to talk about that first. Then we're going to talk about our three tips, um, homeschooling kids to finish strong. And we're going to interject some things about mentoring. And then I want to end with the most important goal in homeschooling and how you can achieve it. All right. If you are ready, let's get going. Or if there's one of these that really you're excited about, let me know. All right, this was spoken in 1909. We want one class to have a liberal education. All right, put something in the chat. Tell me what you think liberal education means. All right, this person said we want one class to have a liberal education. We want another class, a very much larger class of necessity to forego the privilege of a liberal education. What is the liberal education? Let me know what you think. Um, because this person saw a liberal education as a privilege, and he was going to try to take it away from most of the people in society because he wanted to take it away and fit them, fit that large group to perform specific, difficult manual tasks. Liberal, diversified, generalized, well-rounded, learning more than just your passion, Christy and Ruth, unschooling, wide-ranging. Naomi, y'all got some great ideas. I'm going to ask you to think about what word comes from liberal or similar liberal liberate freedom we want one class to be liberated from their teacher to be freed from their teacher we're going to give them all the tools of learning so they have a liberal education and that's really what the word means yeah naomi and, and faith are saying it freedom that is exactly what we wanted um and this person did not want very many people to have that freedom and have the tools of learning. You're going, who is this person? Okay, well, I'll just tell you. Woodrow Wilson, he was president of Princeton when he said it, but obviously he became president of the United States. And this is really, it, it took a long time, well, a long time. It took several decades. I believe what he says is the type of education we provide in our public school setting. I would say really around the 60s is when it really took place. So changes don't happen instantly. But yes, Edgars, I'm not sure if that's right. Seriously, yes, this is, I could get on my soapbox. I could spend the whole time talking about this, but I'm not. So let's move and talk about three types of education and where Woodrow Wilson fit in there. The first one is a conveyor belt education. This is where we teach our kids what to think. 
And they come in at stage one, they do all the same activities as everyone does. They are tested the same way. And then they are get a stamp of approval and they go to stage two. And then they do all the same things, tested all the same ways. And they go down, there's 12 stations. When they are finished with their 12 stations, they get a final stamp of approval and they sent off to the market, the job market. That's what Woodrow Wilson is talking about. And yes, iPhone, like in Germany, this started back, this is what Charlotte Mason was appalled at, if you know Charlotte Mason. So this is what we're doing when we have them going down that conveyor belt. They're learning all the same things. We do not take into account what they are gifted at or anything. We just prepare them to be a follower. So we need to quit comparing ourselves to the public school and start doing things that are better. And we need, I do believe this system produces overwhelm. All right. It is a 20th century type curriculum. We raise these kids to follow, to be compliant, to get the basics, to get a job, to use textbooks and not much um, thinking skills. The next one is a professional education and they are taught when to think. This is raising kids to have a profession, a career, to be an expert and eventually retire, all right? And this is, I, I liken it to, okay, say you go to auto mechanic school and you know when your car goes clunk, 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 you do this. Or if you go to med school and someone comes in and they got a bulge on their neck, you do this. Now, I am not comparing the value of a car to a value of a person. I'm just saying there are similar types of education. We are preparing them for a career and to be able to do things and when to do things at the same time. Um, so, and then the final one is leadership education, how to think. This is where we raise our kids to take ownership of something. Uh, most all people received this type of education back in the Roman times and all the way up through the colonial ages. Back in the Roman times, I believe, they did not even, um, you didn't put your name in the hat to be governor or whatever the ruler was, not emperor, but you, everyone had such a great education that they could pick anyone in that village to be the leader of that village. In the colonial days, I'm thinking of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. This is what it takes. This is the type of education they had. This is what I think can help us fight overwhelm, quit the overwhelm, and we get focused on what is important as well. These people will grow up to become statesmen who impact society or impact the family, community, business, and this uses the classics. Now, I, I would love to know which model you would like to provide for your kids. Put something in the chat. And as you do, I do want to make a comment. Some of you may be going, I am, my kids are going to be president of the United States or CEO. You're right. But leadership means influence. Nothing more, nothing less. Just leadership. That we're just influenced. I would gather to say 99% of your kids will grow up to be a mom or a dad. And they will have leadership over their children and they will have the opportunity to influence them as well. And, you know, a lot of y'all are putting leadership and I agree with you. I do sometimes have people say, but I want my kids to have a professional education. There is nothing wrong with training our kids to have a career, to be able to be profitable. I think that is even more encompassed in the leadership education as well. So the question I ask myself 
How does a generation who was not mentored in leadership education give this type of education to the next generation? How do you and I, who know the conveyor belt system so well, give our kids a leadership education? This is what we want to talk about today. You have got to actually sort of train yourself in education and know yourself. Give yourself a better education. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Three tips to finish strong this year or three tips to finish a project, a class, or a course as well. So um, let me see what I was looking here. Looking for iPhone Germany. You have just won a prayer um, um, ebook. So if you want to send me your email, go ahead and I will send, uh, we'll get all that done later on this afternoon. Okay, three tips. Let's start with tip number one, if my slide will go. First, living books and ideas. I've got a few ways that you can use living books and ideas to give to finish strong, to give your kids a better education. Using real books and classics. What's a classic to you? Put something in the chat. Let me know what a classic is. Because it is not a textbook. A textbook will give you a conveyor belt what to think. A classic can give you the opportunities to um, give your kids an education where they learn what how to think. All right. And these are great books um, to uh, to use in your homeschool. Uh, for me, and y'all listed some, and if you want to share some classics, go right ahead. A classic is a book that never finishes saying what it has to say. I read Pride and Prejudice again and again, and there's always something new and fresh. Heidi, Pilgrim Progress. Yeah. If y'all want to leave some your favorite classics, put them in there and y'all can share in the chat while we're talking the Bible is the greatest classic because pretty much every time I read it, there's something new and living, living ideas as well. And so you can use real books as a read aloud and you can, you, I encourage you to use them all the way through high school. Don't stop reading aloud when your kids learn how to read by themselves. We read all the way until our kids were out of the house. And now we're starting all over with the grandkids as well. This can simplify your life because you're all listening and reading and hearing the same book. And you don't have to have 10 books or five books or however many kids you happen to have. Multiple kids. It's a great way to homeschool your kids by starting your day reading a classic book as well. So that's the first thing I would encourage you to do. Number two, kids' interest. Why not use your kids' interest in your homeschool? Why are you always dictating and telling them what to study? I think this... When we follow our kids' interests, it can reduce the fighting, especially with teens. If your kids are not interested, especially your teens, find out what they're interested in as well. Hunter had a writing paper, and it's going to be a five-paragraph paper, and I'm thinking, oh, we're studying Roman time period. He should write about Roman emperor, and I say that to him, and he's just like, okay, mom, whatever, and I'm thinking, okay, this is not going over very well. And we just bought a book about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, it was the greatest New York Yankees baseball shortstop. And so the next day I said, what if you write it about Derek Jeter? He's like, really? And I'm like, yes. And so he got um, to write a paper about Derek Jeter. Did it really matter who he wrote about? No. Did he learn how to write a five paragraph paper? Yes. Did I use my son's interest in sports? Yes. 
I think it's important that we do pursue that. When we do, your kids start to take ownership and leadership in their um, education. And they will learn more when they are interested in that as well. Personal growth plan is the other part. I believe you need, especially high schoolers, to have a personal growth plan. I think it starts with you, mom, but first we need to have a personal growth plan. And how does it work? First, you're going to set aside time to learn. All right, that might, whenever you do, mine, ours was in the morning. This is our time for my kids to read their book or to read aloud. Then we record what we learn. We write in a reading journal what we heard about. We write about it. This isn't necessarily narration. Narration is just telling back. This is a talk. This is more critical thinking. And so we want to develop critical thinking, use classic books, let them read it, then let them write about it. How are Jane and um, Elizabeth Bennett the same? In Pride and Prejudice, how are they different? My kids had to write one page in their reading journal a day. That's it. So if you're reading a book aloud, everyone can write one page. If they had a small reading journal, they could write a small amount. If they chose a big reading journal, they had to write a lot more. And so they are going to write every day they read and every day they write. And then the third part is apply quickly what you learn. This is to discuss. And I call this my read, write, discuss process. This is the process we use to develop critical thinking skills in high school. And so we would read every day, write every day, and then once a week have a discussion and on whatever topic it was, that whatever the book was that we were reading. If you're going to do this for the first time, you should read aloud. Don't try to do it with all your kids. And then you eventually want your kids to do it on their independent reading book. Then group your kids. Hunter was in a uh, freshman. Chitra is a senior. They're still reading the same book. I did not have the energy to be reading more than one book when they're both in high school. So read, write, and discuss with a nine-year-old. I think it is possible, but I think there are probably other things to do with a nine-year-old. The, the, the discussions you can have, I would say if you have a nine-year-old and you have older kids, they can enter in on the discussion. But I would really focus more on kids' interest and their books and narration um, at a nine-year-old level. Good question, Saketha. Thank you. Um, okay, so how could you use this three-step process to finish strong this year? Read, write, discuss. The Bible is another great place to start. Think about it. If you go sign up for a Bible study, you go home, you read your books, and you read the Bible, you write your answers, and then you come back and you discuss it once a week. Similar. The other thing I really like about the Read, Write, Discuss is the freedom it gives you to study any subject area. And it goes back to your kids' interest and your family interest and your family values as well. It's a great way that you can have multiple kids reading a similar book or listening to the Read Aloud. Shelly was one of our uh, leadership students, and she said, I didn't see any value, Carrie, in discussion. I didn't like it. I thought you just got whatever you got. And when I took your course, my mindset completely changed. So I really appreciate that. And I also, she said, I really appreciate what you have done as far as mentoring me in your leadership course to be a better mentor and to use the read, write, discuss method. So first one is living books. Number two is modeling and mentoring. 
I think this is the place to get started to change your kids' attitude. You want to give them, again, foundation of character. If you have a high schooler with a bad attitude, you need to go and work on character. Academics are going to always be there, but the character is what will get them through as an adult. Start here. Um, kids, copy whatever you are doing. And I will just tell my failure as a mom story. Steve had told me um, this years and years, like 30 years ago, he said, Carrie, quit rolling your eyes at me. And I'm like, I'm not rolling my eyes at you. Yes, you are. And it's disrespectful. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, we just sort of agreed to disagree. Two weeks later, Ashley, my oldest, is about five years old. I asked her to do something. She rolled her eyes at me. Now, did I teach her, hey, Ashley, be sure you roll your eyes? No, she's just copying what I did. I was modeling something bad and I had to go apologize to Steve and I had to apologize to Ashley and Ashley and I had to work on not rolling our eyes. And so I think that is part of modeling and mentoring and character building as well. You know, um, Warren Bennis, I don't believe he's a believer, but he had this to say, he's an expert in leadership. Successful leadership is not about being tough or soft, sensitive or assertive but about a set of attributes. First and foremost is character. I said this several times last week in the summit. The foundation of a good leader is their character. And I think that's where we always need to start. And this is something you start with preschoolers and toddlers and even babies at times. Start developing their character. And I would encourage you to put it on God's shoulders instead of yours. So if you have a child that's not being obedient, then find a Bible verse about that. If you have a child that's arguing, then find a Bible verse about that. And when they start to do that, you can go and read that verse and say, well, what does God say? Put it on God's shoulders. His shoulders are strong enough to take care of that. And at the same time, we want to make sure we're dealing with their heart. Yes, there are times for behavior modification, just change their behavior. Um, but you also want to deal with their heart. And I don't know that I did as good a job at that as I should have, but I do think it's really important. We deal with their heart and we use the Bible as our guideline and we teach them to use the Bible as well. When they got older, they had to go look up their own verse on arguing and then come back and tell me what God was saying about that. So um, first and foremost is character. We do have these following God charts. I'll just show you quickly how they work. So right here is making peace and arguing. There's a verse for each attribute, both the blessing and the sin. And then there's a blank space. You write in here what happens in your family when they someone's making peace and when someone's arguing. And then you can fill in the whole chart. There's actually three of these with all different characters. That's like 18 pairs of character qualities. Then put it on the refrigerator. And when they start arguing, then you say, hey, come here, let's read what God has to say. And you know what? In our family, we already wrote down, here's what happens when you argue. And same thing with making peace. Look for ways that they are obeying too, obeying God. So that's just a resource for you as well. So can you see how using Bible verses can make character building easier than maybe what you're doing right now? Uh, another one of our students said she just could not figure this out, how to implement it from a Christian perspective. Thank God, Carrie, for you bringing this all together. 
So, um, and some of you may already have the toolkit. I know some of y'all were grabbing it um, in the past. So that is, um, let's get back to tip two, love of learning for a lifetime. That would be it. So first we're modeling and mentoring character. Now, are you modeling your love for learning? Or are you just expecting your kids to love learning? You are modeling something. And I tell you what, my kids knew I loved to read. My son, Hunter, first year we were in Idaho, he went over to a new friend's house and you have to walk through the dad's office to get into the rest of the house. And when he walked in, he goes, oh, my mom would love this room. You see, it was floor to ceiling. I mean, it's like octagonal, floor to ceiling bookshelves, completely filled with books. The desk has books, the couch has books, the coffee table has books on the floor, books everywhere. And so Steve and I go to pick him up a few hours later. And so I'm walking in the room and I go, I love this room. And they all start laughing at me. And I'm like, why are y'all laughing? And he said, because that's what Hunter said. My mom would love this room. Now, did I tell Hunter, I love to read. I want you to know you need to love to read. No, he saw uh, me reading and he knew I loved it. Now, he didn't like reading growing up. Give your kids patience and grace. He did not like reading. I'm going to say it again. He did not like reading growing up, but all my kids love to read now. They have different amounts of time, but we share book titles and all sorts of things now. So um, I think that is really important as well. Love reading. Let your kids choose some topics that they love to learn. We're going back to kids' interests. And if you let them choose, there's less for you to organize. All right. And as your kids are teenagers, you need to let them take ownership as well. And then finally, thinking and decision making skills. We need to model decision making skills and thinking skills. And so are you modeling how to think, how to, you know, when you're making a decision, maybe y'all are making a family decision. Talk about how you're actually making those decisions. And I think that is really important as well. We would, um, one of the things my kids had to decide was, are they, what are they going to do in high school when they're um, homeschooling? Every Monday, freshman year, I sat with them and we wrote a little lesson plan. They wrote it. I didn't write it. By January, they could pretty much write it themselves. Now, did that mean I was just completely removed? No, but I made sure that by that freshman year, they were starting to make their own decisions. And I helped them. I sat with them. They took leadership in their homeschool and they took ownership in their education. So are you reading and growing in your own education or scrolling your phone? How can you give a kids a leadership education if you didn't receive one? You have got to hop off that conveyor belt. Charlotte Mason has this to say, there is no education but self-education. And that's even true for your kids, too. I'm not going to go on through all of that, but let's talk about moms. If you want your kids to have a leadership education, you've got to give yourself that type of education as well. And so I think this is really important for me in the mornings. I go for walks. When, even when the kids were here, I would go for a walk and I would pray. When I came home, I would read my Bible and then I would read whatever book that we were supposed to be reading independently. This is so important. My kids knew that I was learning alongside them. This also gives you freedom to follow your family's priorities and lifestyles. I will tell you this. You just being here is self-education. 
congratulations just for being here. I would just want to honor you for that as well. So modeling and mentoring, you need to model and mentor character, a love of learning for life, your thinking skills, and your decision-making skills. Isn't it exciting when you finally see how all of this comes together? Give me a yes in the chat. And while you do that, I want to tell you about another friend of mine, Cherry. Um, she just told me, she goes, Carrie, there is little to nothing available with practical application for homeschooling parents in the use of mentoring their kids. There's just not much out there. Then I want to read what she wrote. I felt like a lone horse on a deserted trail. Everyone else that I know that homeschools is on the conveyor belt to keep up with the public education. Thank you for being a voice in the desert that will give guidance to us many lone horses that are headed your way. And we've got a lot of people excited, I can see from this, um, just pulling all of this together as well. So we've got living books and ideas, modeling and mentoring. Now let's talk about tip three relationships over productivity, relationships over checklists. This to me is the number one main goal of all of homeschool. If you listen, pretty much most of the people I interview for the summits and for our homeschool superheroes, eventually we get around to saying, these are seasoned, lots of them are empty nesters. The relationship is the most important thing in homeschooling. Academics is important, but relationships is. And you may be saying, well, how do you get this all done? How do you get everything done? I've got this long checklist. If, you are, if you're making a checklist for yourself, like I make a little list of what I want to do that day. But if you are dependent on a textbook checklist or a curriculum checklist, and that's what you're going by, you're going to strangle yourself. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're stressed out. Those are the kind of checklists that you need to get away from. Homeschooling is it, not productivity oriented. Don't have that checklist mentality. We are also not adding more to your schedule. Some of you are like, this is just more than I can handle. No, let me tell you, it is not more than you can handle because the first thing is a mindset. It is a mindset shift because this is not about adding more. It's about the just the way you live life. We're just going to live life building character and enjoying learning. And there are things that we can do. And there's lots of different curriculum out there that you can use and put it into practice and still have this leadership type education. So your kids grow up to be able to think for themselves, to think critically and biblically and make wise decisions. You want them to finish strong and you want to finish strong. You need to change your perspective of homeschooling. It is not a list of subjects to check off. You also need to look at the whole child, right? Um, Laura, one of my friends, she said, Carrie, after I took your course, it completely changed my perspective, our routine, and my kids love their new teacher. Did you hear that? Their kids like their mom now as her teacher because she had just relaxed so much and it was more part of life as well. The other thing as far as relationships is relax. Take a breath, like seriously, take a deep breath when you start to stress out. Breathing can get rid of that stress, but take a breath, relax, enjoy your children. I'm telling you, they're going to be gone before you know it. I know from my own experience. And then the last part of this is to rest in the Lord to help you make wise decisions. You may be feeling like, I don't know, I'm still not sure. 
he's going to show you, pray about it. He will show you exactly what you need to do. And when you relax and rest and you change your mindset, you'll gain freedom in your homeschool. You'll have opportunities to grow your future leaders, right? This is what it's all about. This really is the most important thing. All right. Again, opposed to someone making their own checklist. It's when we have tied ourselves to other people's or to the government's checklist or to a curriculum. You need to make your own decisions. You need to take leadership in your own homeschool as well. I'm guilty of checking off the subjects. All right. And we just need to have a broader perspective of what homeschooling really is. Um, Laura also wrote me something that I want to read to you. This just made me feel so good. Um, and I think it might encourage you when it comes to this whole relationship thing. Working with Carrie, I'm learning that what I originally thought was the ideal of a perfect way of homeschool was quite flawed. And perfection isn't the goal. Allowing God to work in and through the lives of my children and knowing when to get out of the way to allow him to work is a learning process for me, as well as trusting him to guide me as a mother and homeschool mom. Again, thank you for sharing your experiences and the experiences of your children as well. Did you hear that? It is a mindset shift. And she is so, I, I still keep up with Laura. And she really has just shifted some things around. And now it's a lot easier as well. So let's take a look at these three tips, homeschooling kids to finish strong. We've got living books and ideas, modeling and mentoring, relationship education over productivity education. If you had to pick just one, um, Put something in the chat. Which one would you focus on from now until May? I know some of y'all homeschool year-round, but that's sort of the end of school for a lot of us. Um, till the end of school, which one? And even if you homeschool year-round, these are still important things. A lot of y'all are saying relationship modeling and mentoring. I also want y'all to know, I'm seeing that y'all have questions. I'm going to answer questions at the end as well. The relationship piece, I did not understand when I was homeschooling. I really saw it afterwards when I see the relationship my kids have with each other and the good relationships that I have with my own children. And it's a good relationship that they can even call me out sometimes in a very respectful way. And yet we can be open with each other. And I am so thankful for that as well. All right. So. At this point, I have a question for you. I will get to your questions in a moment. Um, actually, let me give one more um, thing away. One more of those don't worry ebooks. Okay, I don't think we've given faith. Chris and Faith Anderson, um, you talked about needing to change your mindset. It's hard in the culture. If you'll send me your email, I will also get you the Don't Worry Prayers ebook as well. Um, yeah, it is special, Naomi. I am very blessed, and it's only by the grace of God, power of the Holy Spirit in each one of my kids. And I am just, thank you, it is by the grace of God. All three are walking with Jesus Christ, and the ones with kids are raising their kids in Jesus as well. So let's get back to my question. I have a question for you. Would you like me to help you gain confidence and freedom to give your children a Christian education with these leadership skills? I see two options, if I could get my slides to go. Number one, you can try to create a Christian leadership education plan on your own. And that's exactly where I was. Um, 
You'll run the risk of being in the same place this time next year with a big open loop and no plan to give your children the better education that you want for them. Or you're 100% committed to focusing on Christian leadership education with a proven plan. If you're ready to build confidence and freedom in your homeschool efforts and follow a proven plan, I invite you to join me inside of our Raising Leaders Not Followers course. This has not been available since, I don't know, many months. Um, last summer, I think. Raising Leaders Not Followers is the only leadership education course of its kind from a Christian perspective that will show you exactly how to build godly character and lifetime learners who think critically, biblically, and make wise decisions and glorify and honor Jesus. There are other leadership educations out there, but they're not so much from a Christian perspective. And they sort of have a different flair to them as well. Angie is one of our students. She has been one that has really encouraged me because her first year was COVID year. And she was like, I am never doing that again. I am sending those kids back to school. But her younger son really wanted to homeschool, and there were some issues. And she said, okay, I'll do it another year. It can't get any worse than this bad year. She was not on board. She started researching homeschooling and somehow came across Racing Leaders. She goes, it was a God thing. I have no idea really how I found you. But once I found you, I thought to myself, this is the lady I want to follow. And she said, just what Laura said that I read earlier, she, said, I learned, she, she learned from me that education isn't fully about academics. It's about God and putting him first as I fulfill God's purpose for my life and for my children's life. The more she told me about this, she said, the more I saw from you, Carrie, I thought, yes, this is what I want to do. If I'm going to homeschool, this is what I want it to look like. And she really went from never wanting to homeschool ever again, she seriously was telling me this story, um, to eventually having a, the purpose, content, and encouragement that she needed to move forward with a homeschool that was truly effective as well. So this course, I'm not going to read all of that. You can sort of skim through this. There's a lot included in this, but it's not overwhelming. We give this to you in bite size, like five and six minute videos and they're divided into weeks and I'll go through some of those in a minute but I just want you to know it used to be a 12-week course it is no longer that that is way too overwhelming so let's take a look at what's inside of that and then I'll tell you how you could get started if this is a good fit for you as well so First, we're going to talk about the five-step formula to Christian leadership education. This will help gain clarity and a path to walk on as you raise your kids to make wise decisions. It is something that you will start and you can do from pre-K all the way to 12th uh, grade as well. The character is foundational is our second module. And you're going to talk, you're going to learn about the number one most important quality a leader must have to influence those around them, even their family. Dump the bad attitude and begin afresh with a new attitude. Module three is to inspire your kids to love learning. So you can absolutely nail it to make learning fun so your kids don't even know they are learning. This is so you can confidently deal with any kind of um, gaps that you might have as well. And I just remembered... I forgot to give y'all your show up live gift. So this is not really the time to do it, but okay, there it is. Um, so sorry. I got to get back to my screen. 
well, I don't know where it is. So we'll just go with this. Inspire your kids to love learning as well. Um, tools of learning to make lifetime learners jump off that conveyor belt, the public school system, and discover the tools that have been used for centuries. We really do go back centuries. Then we have thinking skills for leaders. We're going to help your child write about their book when they have no idea how to write. And we're going to help you feel qualified to dis lead discussions, even if you don't have an English degree. And then the final module is um, graduate kids with decision-making skills for life. These are seven secrets to share with your teens so they can make wise decisions. This is something I would go through yourself. And then with your teens, I'd let them go through that module with you as well. Now, I do want to tell you that um, we do also include three weeks of live coaching to implement this as well. If you master these skills, where would you and your kids be a year from now? What would, what would it be like if you actually had these skills as well? I've lost my other paper. <sighs> Thank you for being so normal and human. <laughs> well, you're welcome. My pleasure. All right, here they all are. They're, it's a value of $197, but we also give bonus gifts. The first one is our printable package. These are schedules, lists, printables, helps for raising leaders. Someone asked about getting schedules. This is going to help you from a leadership perspective as well. Then we have our classic book list. Y'all been sharing classics, but we have three different book lists, one for children, one for teens, one for adults. And then finally, oh, not finally, you have lifetime access. And this is where Laura said, I completely changed my mindset. Um, and then our ebook set, that's where I was trying to get to. Um, this is where it all started. I wrote the book, Raising Leaders, Not Followers, and it's just grown from there. And this is a book that goes through the foundation of raising leaders, character building, um, love of learning, and then transitioning to um, independence. Then how teach your children how to think with mentoring. This is all about that read, write, discuss. It also talks about internships, sending them off to adult life, whether that's college or um, a job or whatever. And then the last one is hop off the conveyor belt. These are real life tips and tricks from homeschool moms that have put into practice leadership education. And we each of the modules will refer back to hop off the conveyor belt as well. You know, this wasn't super easy for me, but I want to make it easy for you. I want to give you all the things that will help you shift your mind like it did me when I found the best education possible. Now, I do offer a money-back guarantee as well. Your success in using this powerful approach to educating your children is completely guaranteed. I had a student named Helen, and I'm going to tell you, she, she was leaning on this guarantee. She, she told me later, she goes, Carrie, I wasn't so sure about this. I was like, is this just a bunch of fluff or something? Within two weeks, she was telling me, Carrie, this is the best thing. I am so glad I got this. I thought maybe it was just some marketing scheme, but I was wrong. You have got real content and even non-homeschoolers, Christian parents need to be this, need this as well. So that was encouraging. So some people do, they're really leaning on that guarantee. And I want you to see if it's a good fit for you. So 14 days in, if you still haven't, if you feel like it's not done what it's supposed to, and you've done the work, you let me know as well. And we'll uh, work on that guarantee. All right. So the total value is 266.85. We do have a few instant bonuses. 
four weeks of live coaching. The first one starts this Friday. This will give you a chance to test drive the coaching as well. And then um, every three weeks, we will have a break from the modules and it will be implementation week and we will have live coaching calls with me as well. This will help maintain your motivation. We have a private VIP Facebook group that I am starting up again, and I will open it up this afternoon. And for all the new members, this is a highly supportive Facebook group. It's a place you can go get answers from other students, refill your motivation tank. There will be um, interactive comments so that you can sort of see how to put this into practice. This is uh, another instant bonus. You'll get instantly quit trying to homeschool, start training for success. Too many of us are saying, I'm trying, I'm trying, but uh, we're not. We need to really train. And this is aimed right at moms for you to be able to train successfully as well. Meredith, one of our uh, summit speakers from last week and my prayer coordinator, um, she has uh, a special session just for you, Raising Kids Who Love to Read, and this is released later in March. Then we have um, Amber. Some of y'all may have been in my interview or we talked, um, she did a live session, Get Control of Scheduling and Time Management, and this is released in April as well. We don't want to give you everything at one time because what will happen? You'll be stressed out and overwhelmed. We've worked on this, so we try to give this to you in bite-sized um, pieces. And then you get a VIP ticket to Homeschool Superheroes Week in July. And so you'll get instant access. You'll get our Listen on the Go private podcast. You'll get lifetime access. You'll get the swag bag in the VIP bundle. That's a lot. And anyone that signs up today, you're going to get the Human Body Systems Activity Pack. These are seven systems. I think they're great ways to let your kids um, be show their interest. Let them pick what they want. Let them start making a decision about their education. And they're just some fun activities that you can do on different parts of your body as well. And so that is only if you um, enroll today. So that is everything we have. There's the value. You're like, oh, there's no way I can pay this. And I know that's true. I could charge a whole lot more than I'm going to charge. But this is, I believe, homeschool changing. I know you well, and you're serious, and you want to give your kids an elite education and gain confidence. So we've completely slashed the price to $54 four times or $197 pay in full. You can actually go to howtohomeschoolmychild.com slash leaders and sign up right now if you have if you know that's for you. I have a little bit more I want to share, and then we're going to open it up for questions. I want this program to be affordable, and that's the reason we have priced it the way it is. Um, a lot of the things inside of there, like that seven human body activity packs, they each sell for $10 in my store. And so these are real prices that we're offering as well. Now, anyone that does pay in full, we're going to give you the drama-free mom bundle. Diane's one of our um, original students, and she was helping all our original group, the founding members, actually help me decide what to put as our pay in full bonus. She said, Carrie, I already have this, but you need to give this as the pay in full bonus. It completely um, changed my public school mindset and my routines to make my family's schedule go that much smoother. So you get my ebook, you'll get two videos and an audio training as well. And anyone that actually signs up while we're here, I'm going to give you a $10 Amazon gift card. And uh, before the class is over, if you end up signing up, 
you make $10, $10 doesn't buy much. I can tell you like hamburgers are more than $10 these days. There are still classic books that you could buy on Amazon. Um, it, look for the publisher Dover, D-O-V-E-R. Um, there, you could buy a classic book for you to start your own education or a read aloud. You can find there are still some fun learning toys that are, would encourage a love of learning um, or find something for your kids' critical thinking skills as well. So that is if you end up just getting it right now during the class. There is the whole package, the whole course that you we are offering right now. Um, Diane, Diane was actually one of my students years ago. I'm talking like 20 years ago. And she tells everyone, you better grab a highlighter or a pen if you get any of Carrie's um, leadership information. That's what she did. She said, I just wrote specific notes and I got so much out of there. Now, as we close, I want you to think why, and if you have questions, keep putting them there. I'm coming back to the questions. Um, think about why you're here. I'm not exactly sure why you showed up today, but I bet I can guess. Maybe you feel stressed out, pulled in so many directions that you need to simplify your life and your homeschool. Or... Your kid, I'm so sorry, my brain just sort of went out. Um, maybe your kid's attitude is driving you crazy. You're ready to pull out your hair, all those screens. I want you to remember why you came. And everyone's come for different reasons. I know you can now see how raising leaders, not followers, will bust through all the sticking points that have stopped you from hopping off that conveyor belt of public schools in the past. Your fear of failing your own kids because you're unsure what really works in homeschooling. But if you still haven't signed up for Raising Leaders, maybe you have some doubts. You're thinking, well, I can create my own plan. And I hear you, that's exactly where I was. It took years, I mean, years to formulate this plan and to test it out. I want you to rest assured the steps we offer in Raising Leaders Not Followers will take you by the hand from pre-K to 12th grade. Steps at all the different levels so you know exactly what to do. Or maybe you feel like you just can't spend the money. I understand, especially in these times of uncertainty. But consider this perspective. If you just had one child left and he's got high school left, that means four years left, and you spend the 197, we'll just round it up to 200. That's investing $50 a year on your child and getting him to that elite education, whether that's character building, whether that's critical thinking, or getting back to him just loving learning or her loving learning either way. I promise you that I will walk with you holding your hand over the next nine weeks so you are successful and start giving your kids the education they deserve so they can think for themselves and make wise decisions as young adults. And if money is tight, we do have the payment plan and we put that in and we have many people that will take that payment plan to help them out. Or you're thinking, there's probably just a lot of fluff. And I don't want you to find anything that you're going to have to print out a bunch of papers. And Rose was one of my students. And she was like, I don't want to be printing out a bunch of wasteful stuff. She actually said, I like your stuff. I like printing it out because I know it's always there. And I, like I said earlier, I went from a 12-week course to a six-week course. 12-week course to a six-week course, and we have narrowed it down. This is the essentials of what you need. I'm not going extra with a bunch of fluff. I'm going to get straight to the point. And yes, you can, there are print, there are 
workbooks for each of the lessons. There are videos as well. And I highly encourage you to just get a notebook binder and put it all in there and it'll all stay in one place. One thing that Rose also said is uh, even if I don't need it now, it's there a year from now when my kid gets to that stage, I go back and listen to it. And I can, she says, I keep going back to this course over and over again. Well, here we are, friends. It's time to answer all of your burning questions. I'm going to open it up to you to ask anything that you're wondering. And if you're, um, I had that thing. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I forgot to put it to make this clickable. If you haven't signed up, here is the link. And oh, that's to, um, just one person. There you go. So there we go as far as um, the link for you to be able to, um, to sign up as well. I'm just going to tell you from my heart, this changed our homeschool. And I know it has changed other people um, as well. And Elena said, this was a helpful resource. It got me out of my public school mindset. It helped me view education differently. I'll ne I've never known anyone who's homeschooled and neither does my husband. We had to learn it all from scratch. And you, Carrie, helped me get off that conveyor belt and understand that education is lifelong. And it gave her the freedom that they were looking for in their homeschool. That liberal education is freedom education as well. So let me um, let me see what questions you have. I know I saw some, and I also had some submitted individually. So let me get to that. Maybe I'll make this chat a little bigger. Okay. How do we sign up, Naomi? I'm so sorry. You've got. Um, I'm gonna put that link in the chat again. I should have. I had all these links saved, but I did not have them, uh, hadn't copied and pasted on. My phone is dying. Have to say goodnight. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, is there a direct link to the purchase page? My computer's not allowing me to follow the link to the web page. Okay. Um, Chris, Kirsty, would you please look to see if this link is working? If it isn't actually, okay, I have it now. There we go. And Naomi, same thing. I apologize. Got too many things going on. And when I just stop and sort of freeze, it's because I think, oh, how do we sign up? We've got that. Is there a direct link? I fear. Okay, that's a really good question, Hobie. Um, I fear this may not work because we have to take tests in our country every year to ensure they learn everything they learned in public school. You know, they can still learn the same content, but they don't have to learn it the same way. There are many people here in the United States. If for those of you in the United States, it's all based on your state. Some states require you to take tests, some do not. And so even people here in the United States have been able to implement this process, this plan, this proven way of educating, and still be able to take the test as well. So if you have more specific questions about that, I'd be happy to talk. How can I sell this to my husband to get me started with the program? I like, I knew there was a husband question in here somehow. Um, and then um, someone said, tell him it's a birthday gift. Here's a couple things you might do. You could sell it to him. I'm going to guess that he's probably not going to want to sit and watch this whole thing. 
but I would share with him maybe the part of the video about Woodrow Wilson and what public education truly is. I mean, that's a quote from him, the president of the United States from 1909. You might share that with them and then let them see the three types of education and be able to maybe share it from that perspective. I think that's an excellent question. And actually, Sakithia, I don't know if I said your name right, um, that no one's really ever asked me that. And I do want to say, if you're going to try to sell them, I would pray about it. Pray, 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 and be respectful of him and whatever, and give him time to think about it as well. Um, I don't want you to go against your husband. I think it is very important that y'all work together as a team, but I would pray about it first and just see what God tells you and how he may say for you to actually approach your husband as well. And he may show you some things that I wouldn't think about, but I do think that's really important um, as well. Okay, is it the one that was included with the VIP pass for the summit? No, Naomi. And I think we've got the link fixed. Y'all's comments were going so fast, I couldn't get everything. Okay, let me, uh, oh, we got some more messages down here. I wasn't able to attend the summit, but I think I purchased a VIP pass. Annie, if you will send me your um, email, I will help get you set up with your VIP pass. Claudia says, this is related with Thomas Jefferson Education. Yes, it is. That was the leadership book that I read. And I was working with homeschool moms at the time too. And a lot of them wouldn't read it because they wanted something with a Christian perspective. It is very, it is similar, but there are differences in how we approach exactly. Um, the read, write, discuss is very similar. And that's where I learned it was from them. But I also, um, some of the other things that they do and the way they set it up is a little different because I'm, I still think kids need to, you know, I won't go into deep. Well, I'll say one thing. They are really big and like really studying seven or eight hours a day um, in high school. And I think that's good. But I also think there are some other things that need to be done. And so I still think that you can homeschool from a leadership education perspective and get most everything done in, say, a morning um, and then let your kids read on their own and do some of that as well. Um, have to go back to work. Okie dokie. All right. Let me see. Um, I had a what ages do, do you think this will apply to? Like I said, pre-K, elementary, middle school, high school, we're going to cover it all as well. What else do I need to buy to see results from Raising Leaders? Actually, it is the most comprehensive course here on Christian leadership education. You're not going to need to purchase any other trainings to implement our four-step process that we will go through Having said that, part of the process is reading real books and doing hands-on activities. So you may need to buy some books or some homeschool supplies, but I really encourage people just to go to the dollar store and get their supplies down there as well. And you can go to the library to get your books. We, I get a lot of books at the library as well. Um, do I have to buy now? Well, don't buy right now, but the doors are going to close Friday at midnight. And why do I do this? I close them Friday at midnight because I want to work with the people that sign up. And so over the next nine months, I'm going to be working with you and everyone will be on the same page. And that's the deal. We have too many people that are maybe not on the same page coming and going and jumping in at all different times. So I really want to actually, um, I'm in actually um, go 
and work with you all as a group, whoever signs up. Um, so, so Kathy, you're very kind. I'm in tears. Such a good answer. I don't know. Sometimes I don't always know. Um, I'll have to send you an email as I have a few other clarification questions. You do that. Um, again, what's the refund policy? Okay, here it is. For 14 days, you work through the first 14 days. It releases next Monday, module one. And you work through all the work for 14 days. And if you can work through that and still say that it's not worth it, then you get a refund. I don't want, you know, someone being tied to that. But also don't want tire kickers. Just someone that's like, oh, I think I'll try it and then never even try to put in a price. I want you to take action and see results and see a transformation in your homeschool as well. So, um, and Naomi, I'll have to look at your purchase. So send me an email with all of this. Um, is this a course you follow or can you go at your own pace? Okay, good question, Steph. It, it, you go at your own pace. I'm not going to go live. So here's what you'll get. On Monday, you will get access to module one. Module one will have, well, it's five steps. So there's a video for each step and there's a workbook for each step. You work through that at your own pace during the week. So I'm not actually coming live. Then week two, module two, and there are two videos for module two on character. So you watch the video and then you do the workbook to go along with this. And then hopefully you're starting to put it into practice. Week three is implementation. No modules. You're going to really try to put into practice what you've learned in module one and two, or you can use it for a catch-up week because, you know, let's face it, life happens and you might get behind. And so that's exactly what we need to do. So that is the week that I will do my live coaching and we will all meet um, in Zoom or the Facebook room and you can um, ask questions. Anyone that wants a hot seat, meaning you will fill out a little form saying, here's where I'm struggling or here's my challenge. And then you and I will get on in the group and we'll talk about whatever that problem is. That is what live coaching is about. I probably should have said that. We are going to start this Friday for anyone that signs up. We will have a live coaching session on Friday. Um, and that way you get to test it out um, before your 14 days is up. That will give you a chance to try it out. And we will answer your questions and get you ready so that you can start on Monday with huge success. Steph, I hope that answered your question. Um, if not, write me another thing. Then um, do I get lifetime access? Yes, you will be fully supported. The other thing is my, my alumni are invited to the live coaching. So if you don't come to every coaching session here, then you can come to the ones in the future that we will also offer. Um, will I be able to ask you questions if I get stuck? Yes, very definitely in the Facebook group and then in our live coaching, question, coaching session as well. And how long will it take to go through the program? That's a good question. Like Naomi, you may have bought it already. I don't know, but um, you can buy this and keep using it. Now, if you follow the plan, it will take nine weeks. So we do modules one and two, weeks one and two, take a break, implementation, week three. Week four and five, modules four and five. Week six, implementation, put it into practice. Weeks but wait, three and four, now five and six. And then the last one, week six is, is week nine. 
I got my weeks all confused. There are nine weeks and three of them are breaks to implement what you're doing. And the last week is an implementation. So one and two modules, three implementation, four and five modules, six implementation, seven and eight modules and nine implementation. And so um, if you go through and work on it and give yourself, I mean, I'm thinking if you just plan, I don't know, an hour a day, if you could commit to that, you will definitely get through. If you need more time, you can finish up in the summer as well. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for your encouragement. I appreciate y'all. Let's see, what time do the coaching session occur? I'm in a different time zone. I don't quote me on this. They're either at three or four on central time on Wednesday afternoons. Um, I can't remember. It's one or the other. But I will tell you, as soon as you get into the course and you get into your members area, it should be there. There is already a coaching format, a form if you would like to have a hot seat where you can um, get one-on-one -on -one coaching in a group setting. So it's basically we're all together as a group, but I'm going to answer your questions individually. So that will be, um, it's all in the members area. So you can check that out as well. But I know it's definitely Wednesday afternoon. Okay, any other questions? Yes, Naomi, I'm going to come back to you. We'll just have to talk. Thanks so much. That's about 8 to 9 a.m. for me. Okay, you're in New Zealand. Yes, I had some New Zealand people before, and I've had people in my mastermind, midnight for me. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and tell you that um, if it's a bad time and you're in another part of the world, you can still get a hot seat. And if um, you can still submit your questions, and I will answer the questions in the live coaching, and you can watch the replay. Um, so, and... Um, and some of y'all have some specific questions about the um, other uh, about other products that I'm going to answer, but I'm going to go ahead and just close out. I'm not getting offline yet, but I'm going to close out and just say thank y'all again for being here. Thank you for your support, your questions. I want to help you um, <laughs> give your kids a better education even than my own kids got as well. So thank you so much. I'm Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child. We'll talk to you next time.